Hello and welcome to Fridays at Work. This is a very extra special episode because we broadcasted in Woodbury, Minnesota. We broadcasted in East St. Paul, Grafton, Wisconsin. And last week, or two weeks ago, we had a broadcast with Nate joining us from the Czech Republic. And now we're actually broadcasting from Brennan's brand new house in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Brennan, how does it feel to be in the new place? Good. Well, it's not brand new, but it's brand new to me. Yeah, brand, so yeah it's definitely not that. brand new. Um, Yeah, uh, moved in here this past weekend, so that was exciting. Um, looking forward to have a short, having a shorter commute to work, and this is probably the nicest room I've had in my life, so pretty fired up about that, too. Yeah, and we're actually broadcasting live from Brendan's room. Well, not live, because it's going to air on Friday. But anyway, we appreciate you guys all tuning in, liking our Facebook and our Twitter. We've gotten a lot of action over the last two weeks, and we have an awesome show lined up. Um, a ton of stuff has happened in the last two weeks, but the most important thing is football is officially back. We had college fo- football debut last week. We had the NFL uh, debuting this week, starting off with the Atlanta Falcons and the Super Bowl champions, the guys who kicked the Vikings out of the playoffs, the Philadelphia Eagles. We also have, sticking with football, we had Colin Kaepernick's new official surprise Nike ad campaign debut, and people were pretty pissed about that. Yeah, there was definitely some uh, controversy and a lot of, uh, I'm not going to worry, I think dialogue might be a little too friendly, but definitely some thoughts spewed. There was some logo Um, cutting as well. Yeah, definitely some opinions were shared on that topic. (laughs) And we're going to discuss that because Brennan and I have some thoughts, but we're also going to talk about some other famously controversial ad campaigns, and there's some ridiculous ones. And then we're going to end things with Nate joining us from the Czech Republic, and we're going to talk about our favorite season, season, and that is fall. Here at Fridays at Work, we're, we're huge fall guys, aren't we? Yeah, oh yeah, especially now that there's no back to school for us, it's just... Well, for you. That's true. You are going back to school, which is tough. For yeah. me... Um, just football and, like, cooler weather, wearing sweatshirts, it's nice. Yeah. So, there you have it. We're going to be talking football. We're going to be talking controversial ad campaigns. We're going to be talking fall. And we'll get an update on what Nate has been doing in the Czech Republic. He abandoned his country. Uh, he, he doesn't really deal with anything America, but he, he can still experience fall. And would love to hear what he's doing over there. I bet it's not much. Yeah, I'd probably bet that, too. We're going to take a short break, and then we will be right back here on Fridays at Work. Drew Molnar, Brennan Trimble, and Nathaniel Benke here to bring you all of the water cooler-worthy topics. Keep it here on Fridays at Work. This is Fridays at Work, the podcast dedicated to bringing you all of the water cooler-worthy topics. And we talk about sports quite a bit on this show, but we haven't had a chance to talk about football. Because football hasn't really been around. We started this in the summer. We talked about the end of the NBA Finals. We chatted a little bit about baseball. Um, We even did the World Cup, but we haven't been able to talk about football. Brennan, what is, I guess, your favorite aspect of the game of football? Um, Well, Well, I I guess the NFL in general. The NFL? I actually am a bigger college football fan than I am an NFL fan. I know we're talking NFL picks today, but um, it's just great. Football games are some of the best to go to. They're exciting. They're fun to watch. Obviously, the sport is filled with action, but also you're outside on a comfortable night, um, especially like a high school game on a Friday yeah. night. That's a lot of fun. So um, it's a fun atmosphere to be around as a fan. Um, it's obviously, um, you played football. Yep. I didn't play a whole lot. Um, but it's a fun game to play. It's a fun game to follow. So 
You big concussion guy or not on the concussions? Well, I'm glad that I never got a concussion playing football. I think that that's like a pretty high risk to yeah. take, especially oh, yeah. for the people who don't get paid millions of dollars yeah. to play Sucks. football. Yeah. So if you are not very good, you probably shouldn't play yeah. because it's not worth the risk yeah. if you're not going to make millions of yeah. dollars. If you're a kid that's thinking about playing football, do keep in mind that concussion risk is rather high. Why don't you go swing a golf club? Maybe, I don't know, go swing a bat for baseball. You can get paid way more, way less risk to your future brain and all that jazz. But my actual favorite part of football, uh, uh, concussions have nothing to do with my favorite parts of football at all. It's the least favorite part. Is One of my favorite parts is gambling, right? Yes. We love to gamble on football. I'm not like addicted to it. I'm not, I'm not throwing my uh, down payment on my future house on my football gambling, but I do like throw my money around here and there. Fantasy football. Yeah. Weekly pickums. Can't really be gambling on football. It's yeah. the most fun sport no, to gamble fun. on. Oh, certainly. Oh, certainly. Anything can happen in a game. Um, a lot of them are competitive. Anybody can beat anybody. Yeah. That's the big thing about football is anyone can beat anyone. That's why it makes it so much fun to bet on. And then fantasy football, I think, is almost transcended actual football in a sense if you're playing in four leagues you don't even know who to root for it's yeah your brain's in chaos <laughs> uh but specifically today we're going to talk about the week one matchups the spreads that are almost current of vegas right now and brent and i are going to give you our picks our takes and we're going to finish up this segment with a little just of our season preview things to look out for bold predictions hot takes the whole jazz uh, so we're just going to dive right in here. And it starts out with a game that you will know the result of by the time this podcast airs. So what do you think we're fortune tellers here? Uh, I guess we're going to find out. You can take our the rest of our picks with a grain of salt if this one doesn't go so well. Yeah, but if it goes right, you should just assume that we're... Then like, head to the bank and yeah. then straight to Vegas. Yeah, take that uh, future college fund or housing deposit and throw it in on Drew Brennan's picks. Starting with... Thursday Night Football, the Atlanta Falcons against, well, at the Philadelphia Eagles, the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, led by their Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. The Eagles are currently two-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you you pick here? Yeah, I I like the home team. I like the Eagles. Um, Coming off the Super Bowl, they're going to be fired up. The stadium's going to be super uh, electric. Um, The Falcons kind of had a down year last year. Matt Ryan wasn't great. And I then I think they might bounce back this year, but probably takes them a few kind of games to get their legs under them a little bit. I think the Eagles will be ready to go, fired up. Obviously, the stadium will be electric. Yeah, and I'd like to see the stat, because every year the Super Bowl champion hosts the opening game. How often does the, the defending champ lose? I can't imagine it's a lot. Yeah, that's a good, that, that'd be an fun, interesting stat to look up. If yeah. anyone's a numbers person out there and wants to look it up and send it to us, that'd be great. And the Eagles' offensive line, defensive line, is... The I think the best in the game. Nick Foles proved he can play in big spots, demolishing the Vikings defense, demolishing the Patriots defense. Uh, it doesn't matter if Carson Wentz is the guy. I think that the Eagles are one of those rare teams that doesn't need a great quarterback to win just the way they're set up. Well, and I think that helps them because if Nick Foles isn't playing great, comes out a little rusty, yeah. then you have a solid backup. Or gets hurt, you have a yeah. solid guy. Carson yeah. Wentz knows the offense, obviously yeah. is a solid player. Oh, he's an MVP here. candidate before he yeah. went down. So. Uh, so we're going to say Eagles win, but they also cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. On to the next one, and I think this game has a lot of intrigue for the majority of our listeners. The new look, well, I guess not new look, but new quarterback look, Minnesota Vikings uh, at against home against the... New quarterback look, San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. I well, guess 
Partially new. Played what five games last year? Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy G. He's so handsome. Oh, very handsome. We're I'm a, I'm a huge man crush on uh, Jimmy G. Vikings are six and a half point favorites. Brennan, I'm assuming you're taking the Vikings and they cover. Um, I don't know. I don't know that they're going to cover this six and a half point line. To be honest, um, they looked a little rough. The offensive line isn't great. Um, I think it might be a little closer. I think I'm going to pick San Francisco to cover, not to win, but to cover. Yeah, I in this case. And we'll talk a little bit about this after we make our picks, but the Vikings, I don't know how much they upgraded with Kirk Cousins. Obviously, there's more talent um, than Case Keenum, but the way Case Keenum played last year and the way he moved in that shaky offensive line, I don't know how much better Kirk Cousins is going to be, but I could be completely wrong. And, well, I think it takes more than one game to answer that question. But for this game in particular, I think the Vikings win. I don't think they cover. I think the 49ers are going to be a good team this year, even though Jarek McKinnon just tore his ACL. But Jimmy G, I think, is the real deal. So I'll take the, the 49ers, the Vikings to win, but the 49ers are going to cover this. Break. Yeah, I think it ends up 17-20 to 20 or something like that. Yeah. Some interesting kind of low-scoring game with that's not super pretty. Yeah. And next game on the list here, Steelers, Browns. Steelers, what are they at? Um, now they're at three and a half. Yep. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell sounds like he's not going to be playing, but it's the Browns, so I really don't think it matters. I, it is in Cleveland, but yeah, I think P- Pittsburgh covers the three and a half point spread. Yeah, Steelers will. I think I think it's going to be a blowout because the Browns are just a horribly run organization. Uh, Colts. Andrew Luck is back. Football's back. Andrew Luck's back, and they're up against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Colts are favored by two and a half. I like Cincinnati here. I think they're a little bit underrated. Okay. Um, I think their defense is uh, really, really solid again this year. I know their secondary is one of the best in the in the nation. So I like Cincinnati here to at least cover, if not win this game. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts, and they're going to cover. I'm going to cover. The Colts are going to win by more than two and a half. Andrew Luck is my fancy football quarterback. So I just got to roll with him. Yeah, I suppose you got a vested interest in the Colts then. And I, I don't actually feel very good about that. The dude like had a mysterious shoulder injury for an entire, what was it, shoulder? Two years? Yeah, and two then years. he was just bad. And he looks like a caveman. He looks like someone who has CTE. Kind of reminds me of the Markel Fultz of the, yeah. with the way that he just mysteriously can't play football He's anymore. got a ton of pain behind those eyes. Like, go look up a picture of Andrew Luck and just look behind his eyes. Pain and there's behind some, the eyes. There's right. some freaking pain there. So, uh, moving on to Tennessee... Titans up against the Miami Dolphins. The Titans are favored by one and a half here. Marcus Mariota. Um, who else is even on the Titans? I, oh, they got Corey Davis, the like wow, first round Corey dra- Davis, first round draft pick okay. two years ago, okay. uh, the wide receiver out of like Central Michigan or Western Michigan. Two so two years ago is the first round pick. Yeah. All right. Um, otherwise, I think they have a decent of- offensive line. Don't they have yeah. one of the better offensive linemen in the country? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I like Marcus Mariota, Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill. I like Derrick Henry and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe. Um, Miami Dolphins. They have Ryan Tannehill coming off of. Uh, torn ACL. They were a playoff team two years ago, um, but uh, Titans are going to win this game. Yeah, I agree. Cover. I think yeah. the Titans are going to win. I think they're, I, I, Marks Mariotti, I, I think, could have a breakout year. I know a lot of people said that last year, but I think this year could be his year. Let's yeah. run it back. Here's an interesting one. New England Patriots against the Houston Texans. Patriots, six and a half point favorites. Deshaun Watson is playing you taking the Tom Brady and Bill Pel- Belichick to cover here? Nah, I'm taking uh, Houston. They might even win the game. To I be agree with that. Yeah. Um, defense is stacked and will be solid again. 
Um, everyone's healthy for the Texans coming back. You said Clowney, you mentioned Watt, yeah. Watson, this team. You mentioned yeah, Deshaun Watson being ready to go for Week One. Yeah, I'm taking Houston to cover for sure at six and a half points. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I don't know if Houston wins the game, but I think it's closer than six and a half points. But then again, I'm pretty sure Belichick and Brady made a deal with the devil a long time ago to win football games and not age. So it's working so far. For it's working so far. Saints, Buccaneers, the Saints, I, I think this is the largest spread. Yes, it is of the week. Nine and a half over the Buccaneers. The Saints are clearly a better team, and they're going to win this game. And they're at home. And they're at home. But it's a nine, nine and, and a half. half points is a massive line. If you're a gambling man, you don't like to see a nine and a half point spread, especially because the Buccaneers do have a little bit of talent. They have a good defense. So No Winston, though, right? No Winston, yeah. yeah. What did he do? I don't know. I think it's a sexual thing, sexual harassment, probably. Probably stole more crab legs. Yeah, I don't know. Winston's not a good dude. Um, ah, Saints. Screw yeah, it. they're at home. Hopefully, their high-powered offense can just put up a bunch of points, a bunch of points on Tampa Bay. Yeah, but I, I'm not very confident in that one. Don't throw the the kids' college fun on that game. Um, yeah, you might just want to stay away from. Yeah, that stay. One. I I tend to stay away from nine and a half point spreads, regardless of if it's Patriots versus Browns, maybe. But <laughs> in this situation, no way. Uh, Jags, Giants, a little surprised here that a team that should have been in the Super Bowl last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, are only two and a half point favorites against the lowly New York Giants. I think they're actually at New York. That might be it. Oh, no, they aren't. No, they're they in are. Jacksonville. No, no they team. are. Yeah, they're the home team. Giants oh. are the home team. It's in New York or wherever it is. New York. But uh, Giants, new coach, the Pat Shermer, right, from the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. What do you think? Two and a half. Um, I like Jacksonville to yeah. cover this. They were even away. Should have been in the Super Bowl last year, or almost could have been in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, even away. Um, the Giants don't threaten me, or don't scare me too much. Um, Eli, I think is bad. Yeah, he's been bad so, for a while. Is Geno Smith still a backup? They draft. I'm not sure. Him? I'm not sure. Yeah, they're not. Um, Odell just got that new contract, so I don't know how motivated he's going to come out to yeah. bust his ass he the seems, first week. He seems like a Chris Johnson type. You get yeah. the. You get the big contract and you just kind of chill. Yeah. Go go party on a boat, Odell. Uh, Ravens, Bills. Ravens are at home. They're seven and a half point favorites. The Bills are bad. Something called Nathan Peterman is starting for them at quarterback. I like the way you say something called. Yeah, because I don't Because we're not really sure what or who that is. Nathan Peterman sounds like the, the, the kid in high school that gets picked on, but then like yeah. 10 years later, the he shows up just juiced. And either I do that or I just bought a garage door from him. I'm he, not sure. Yeah, he does seem like a garage door type. Salesman. Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. But I, seven and a half point favorite, I think the Ravens cover it. Yeah, all they have to do is score twice because I don't think the Bills are going to put up any points. Yeah, no. Not with Nathan Peterman moving the ball. Uh, now on to, I think, is going to be the upset of the week. Chargers, Chiefs. Chargers are three and a half point favorites against the Kansas City Chiefs team that is good. Yeah, n- not even solid, downright good, and could be a contender for at least their division title. Yeah, and the Chargers are a good team too. Joey Bosa, the defense is much improved. Phil Rivers, Melvin Gordon. But I say Chiefs in the upset here. Yeah, at least for sure to cover if not win this game. Yeah, I think the Chiefs outright win this game. Agreed. Uh, now moving on to Case Keenum, Denver Broncos, against the Seattle Seahawks, who basically just their team is dead. I, I think Earl Thomas might have reported to camp, but everyone else is gone. The Broncos, solid defense last year. They're going to finally get some direction at quarterback from Case Keenum. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're also at home. I like the Broncos to win and cover. I know the Seattle Seahawks are a solid franchise, but there's just too much unknown there. 
but I'm going to go with the Broncos. I like that pick. Um, I think Case Keenum kind of brings a little bit of fire, brings some excitement there to Denver. Yep. Um, you always got the altitude difference between Seattle oh, yeah. and Denver is uh, 7,000 feet. So And the Seahawks um, play shitty away from the 12th man. Yeah, so, yeah, I like Denver here. Now on to the, the smallest spread of the week. The Cardinals are favored by half a point against Was- the Washington Redskins. Sam Bradford is the quarterback for now until his knee stops working. And the Washington Redskins, I don't even know who plays quarterback. Alex Smith, is it? I think it's only a half point spread because the people making the spreads are just like, we don't know and we don't care. Yeah, yeah, Here, coin just, flip. It might actually be even now because I think the spreads as of Tuesday might be even. Feels like it should be even. I think that's just people saying who cares. These teams are both so incredibly average. I don't yeah. think this game matters. All right, I think I have David jo- or um, yeah, David Johnson in one of my leagues, so I hope the Cardinals. I, I just don't like the Redskins' name is racist, so let's just go with the Cardinals. Out of yeah, principle. take that. Uh, Panthers, <laughs> Panthers, Cowboys, Panthers at home, two and a half point favorites. I think the Cowboys could upset here. I think they could win the game. Um, I'm gonna disagree with you, but okay. I can see why you would think that. I don't think. Dak has a very good year, and I don't think that offense can really move the ball, um, especially against a pretty stout Carolina defense. And Carolina's at home, tough to win there. Stadium will be fired up. Cam will be fired up. Yeah, I, I hope Cam, Cam brings back the dab this year. We'd love to see that brought back, but not like the normal dab. I want to see the super dab, where he just dabs super dabs, quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of the kids are playing Fortnite and dabbing. Come on, just bring it back, Cam. Um, Packers, Bears, another big... Uh, spread seven and a half. The Packers are at Lambeau. The Bears are still, still starting Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. He's bad. Bears did recently get Khalil Mack, but I think Packers are winning and covering. And Khalil Mack isn't. I don't know if he makes that much of a difference in this game. The next Packer Bears game, I think he will. But there's so much to learn. He's just getting into the defense. I say Packers cover. I agree. Um, I think this. Chicago team is going to be good later in the year, but it'll take them a the defense will take them a while to gel. Now that their new best player on the defense yeah. is their defense is I think their defense is good even without Clear Mac, but they're off like we talked about with Nathan Peterman. Mitch Trubisky I think is actually might be worse than Nathan Peterman. He's so, bad, like he's bad. Yeah, so um, I don't think they're going to be able to, they'll be kind of in sync yet. So I think the Chicago team will be all right later in the year. I think the Packers will handle them fairly easily. On Sunday. Sticking with the NFC North, Detroit Lions and New York Jets. The Lions are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Once again, the Jets are bad, but they are starting Sam Darnold. Darnold, right? Yeah, Sam Darnold out of USC. I'm going to go Jets. I don't know if the Jets win the game, but six-and-a-half is a lot to give to a Lions team that only always seems to win by one or two points or three points. Um, So I'm going to go Jets. Yeah, I can see that happening, I think. Um first game most of these games are or since it's the first week i think these games are gonna be a little closer than the spreads across the board so yeah i like the jets there um good point about the lions always only seeming to win by a few or lose by one or two yeah. or three and in, matt stafford's gonna in very off, lions yeah. fashion yeah and matt stafford's probably gonna get hurt but it'll be all right for the next game um final game on monday night football the rams and oakland raiders for at least one more year rams are favored by four and a half I actually think the Rams are one of the most overrated teams in the NFC, but the Raiders are a mess. I think John Gruden, I mean, there's got to be a momentum killer when you trade away, at this point, a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. I'm picking Los Angeles. Uh, I know it's in Oakland, but yeah, John Gruden seems like, A, it's his first week as the coach, um, and the 
inside the locker room seems to be a mess at the moment um, with players not talking to each other or players not talking to the coach and coach trading their best player. Well, did you hear the rumor, and stay woke on this, that the Raiders actually didn't have enough money to pay Cleo Mack's bonus and that was one of the reasons they traded him? Yeah, I've heard that, but you can just, if you have that kind of money and you're about to move to Las Vegas, you have a line of credit from any bank Yeah, you exactly, want. yeah. You could just go get a loan for whatever the money you need if you literally were that strapped for cash, which I can't believe and maybe the team was, yeah. but the ownership probably is not. Have you seen a picture strapped. of their owner? It's a Davis guy. It's not Al Davis. Who's their owner? What's his name? I don't know. But he's a weird looking dude. Look up the Raiders owner. I can't remember his name, but he, guys, freaking guy. <laughs> but anyway, that has been our NFL Pick'em. We will be back next week and see how we did. I think we did all right. I don't know. Pick the Cowboys. Pick the Chiefs. Those are my upsets. I don't know, Brandon, you got upsets? Um, let's see. I like... Uh, did I have... I don't know if I picked any upsets on this one. Um, I did like the Texans to cover yep. the spread against the Patriots. So uh, that's a game that I'll be interested in watching. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how my fantasy teams that are now all drafted. The- yeah two and a half leagues I'm in. Yeah. Um, see how those play out. So looking forward to the first week of football. I hope you guys all make money because that's that's really the goal of football season is to make money. Um, how are you going to pay for your kids' college education? Gambling on football. Yep. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back here on Fridays at Work. This is Fridays at Work. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Feel free to give us a review, a rate, preferably five stars. We don't accept anything less. Um, the other thing I want to mention about the podcast before we move on to the segment is if you want to catch up on episodes, I think the majority of our episodes are on there, but as we run out of space in our iTunes, we will be removing some. But if you want to listen to a specific episode that gets removed, please let us know. And we can find it for you or send it to you individually. Now, this week is becoming a football theme because you had college football last week. Uh, nothing really of note due to the fact that usually week one of college football is crappy games. We had Michigan lose to Notre Dame. That's probably the only thing of note, thankfully for your Spartans who almost lost. Yeah. Um, and then you have the NFL that is debuting Thursday Night Football. But the week was pretty much hijacked by Colin Kaepernick, who released an ad on Tuesday. Um... It was actually, he released, it was the campaign started on Tuesday. And can you pull up the picture, Brandon? What exactly did it say? Um, believe in something, even if you, even if it means you, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's, um, Colin Kaepernick. I suck. Yeah, this is, we're just typing here. This, <laughs> yeah. this is crappy radio. Um. <laughs> yeah, we can't find it. <laughs> It's not going as well as I thought it would. Here there we, we go. go. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And it's a picture of his face, and then it says, just do it, with a Nike swoosh at the bottom. He doesn't have a kind face, either. It's, it's no, not the best. No, no, no. It looks weathered. Yeah, it looks very weathered and black and white. Um, and this is a reference to Colin Kaepernick sacrificing quite a bit because he's sat for the National Anthem. Excuse me, kneeled for, kneeled. The, kneeled for the National Anthem. Huge difference between sitting and uh, kneeling. Now, this pissed off a ton of people. So I'm going to give my take on it first. I don't know if I would have gone with the term sacrificing everything. He did sacrifice quite a bit by standing up for it. Um, But I don't think that was the point. I think it was just a point to start the conversation. Um, And what he did kneeling for the national anthem, it wasn't 
it wasn't a look at me thing. A lot of people are saying, oh, he just wanted attention. No, there's a reason he did it. There, and there's a lot of people that feel the way he feels about the national anthem um, that come from different backgrounds than you and I. And I have no problem with what he did for the, the anthem. Has he, got, has he lost a lot of money because of that? Yes, he has. He's gotten offers to play football, but if he hadn't done this and created such a media circus, he would be, he would be a starting quarterback. I firmly believe that. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, certainly he laid down his football career yep. um, at the hands of uh, this his cause. His protest. Um, yeah, and that's admirable. Um, and I think that Nike should have the right to endorse anyone that they want as well. Yeah. Um, and make their ad- advertisements how they want to. Um, but it was kind of an interesting uh, comparison to say that he sacrificed everything um, for a man who'd already been paid millions of dollars, yeah, still who then paid. they're paying him millions of dollars um, when people have lost their lives at the other hand of it. Uh, it's interesting, but um, I love the campaign. I have no problems with it. Yeah. Um, people who do have problems with it, I have problems with. Yes. They're, now I'm going to get back to the backlash. So this debuts on Tuesday, and it's... It was a surprise because no one had... Everyone assumed that Nike had dropped Colin Kaepernick. And in fact, they hadn't. They'd basically been hiding it. And now this is a full-fledged campaign. They released a commercial today. But it started with this picture on Tuesday. So the day after Labor Day. Football is debuting on Thursday. And people were pissed. Yeah. People burning their Nike apparel. People cutting their Nike uh, socks. The swishes off of their... Which is... Let's just start with that right there. You burning your shoes, you cutting off your socks is stupid. Yeah. It's like, it, it You've is, already given the company your money. You're, you're so, not doing anything. And a lot of these... You're people, just hurting your own stuff. It, it, it makes you look dumb. Stop doing it. Like, just don't. I, I, I have so much problem with you. I want to hit you over the head <laughs> with my Nike with shoes. With burning Nike shoes. Oh, my gosh. It, it, I, I don't get that aspect of it, okay? There are people that are upset with Nike so that are, want to boycott Nike and that is utterly ridiculous. We live in a country where freedom of speech is a really really good thing. Nike has the ability to do whatever the hell they want. They're Nike and it doesn't matter. People are still going to buy their stuff and here's like a, a really like big thought that people aren't getting. The people that buy Nike products, the segment that buy Nike products are younger people like me and you. Right? Yeah. There are people that can get behind what Colin Kaepernick's saying. A lot of people our age, not us in particularly, have a problem with the way the country is being run right now. So, I think a lot of people resonate with this. The people that are pissed off are older people that yeah. want the good old days. Who aren't spending money on Nike anyways. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, people need to calm down on that. And then they released a commercial today. And if you haven't seen the commercial, it's actually awesome. It has features LeBron James, Serena Williams... Um, um, the U.S. women's soccer team. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, who's the sh- the guy with one arm that's playing football now. Um, um the guy Griffin, from Shaquille, Shaq, Shaq Griffin. Shaq Griffin, yeah, I think okay. so. from Some Griffin. He's in it. Central Florida or whatever it was. And it's a great commercial. It's actually really inspiring, and I, a lot of people like it, but there's also a lot of people that hate it. Yeah. So that got Brennan and I thinking. We have a ton of controversial ads that have happened. What are some of our favorites? Brennan, I'll start with you. What are some of your favorite controversial ads that have really fired up people? 
Um, my favorite one is the, and I mentioned this before to you, the Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad, where um, similar, uh, along the similar lines of the Nike ad, it's social justice. Um, she was in the crowd at a protest where it's um, a protesters face to face with a line of policemen, and she walks up through the crowd and hands the police officers a Pepsi, nice. and everything is settled, and nice. the world becomes peaceful. Nice. Um, that, it was an absolute disaster. You can't trivialize things like yeah. police brutality and um, the mo- or movements such as like Black Lives Matter and things like that, um, those social, social justice battles and um, circumstances. You can't trivialize that with a can of Pepsi oh, uh, as a company. So that I thought was hilarious. And then using Kendall Jenner on it is just the cherry on top. <laughs> Because that's hilarious yeah. in in and of itself. Um, and she got a bu- the funniest part is like she got a bunch of hate. Like everyone was tweeting at her and Instagram her, and she's like, "I'm just doing a job here. Yeah, like, I didn't come up with the ad. I just got asked to star in it, so yeah. I did it. I'm trying to make money." Oh, but that was hilarious. That was my. I, I think that is probably my all time favorite controversial ad, especially because of how fired up people got about it. I mean, some of the tweets were like, this is the end of the country. If this ad is aired, this is the end of everything. Well, no, it's not the end of everything. No. It's just a bad ad. Yeah, exactly. And in today's day and age, things pass yep. very quickly. Um, people have already started moving on from the Nike discussion to the new New York Times article that came out today Yep. Um, about the inside resistance at the White House. So, yep. news cycle moves fast. People forget. We move on. Yeah. Nothing matters. Yeah, but... I Eat mean, Arby's. Yeah, I mean, but at the time... Oh, I mean, oh yeah, at the time. People thought it was the end of the world. They thought that Pepsi stock was just going to... No one was going to buy Pepsi anymore. Yeah, oh yeah. But let me tell you, Pepsi's okay. People still are there. still drinking pop Pepsi. Well, they got bigger problems than their advertisers. Well, why people are drinking less well, Pepsi. Well, it's because so. people are getting diabetes. Yeah, Pepsi, precisely. Yeah, that's... Their, their big problem is diabetes, not social justice. No, 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 no agreed. Agreed. Um, I'm going to stick with Nike for um, funny or controversial campaign ads that got people fired up. If you remember, you might know someone, Tiger Woods, uh, probably the most famous golfer ever. He was on a run to end all runs. He had single-handedly made golf popular again. And then it came out that Tiger Woods was doing some stuff. And by doing some stuff, he was with women and not just his wife. It was like... A lot of other women. A lot of other women. The number was... Ridiculous. Like high double digits. Yeah. Like 60 women. Yeah, it, and it was nuts. And I mean, there was he was drinking a lot. He was taking a lot of pills. Tiger was not in the greatest um, state. state. He lost basically all of his sponsors. But Nike stuck with him. And Nike did two things. The first ad they released right after this had all happened was a commercial. And it's one of my favorite commercials ever. And it's completely well done. It's just a picture of Tiger's face and the camera zooming in on black and white. And it's Tiger Woods' dad talking, like giving a pump-up speech of like, hey, you did something wrong. Are you going to learn something from it? It's a pretty powerful ad. Then a little bit of time had passed. Tiger, people thought that maybe people forgot about how shitty Tiger Woods had been to his family and wife. So they released this ad and the quote was, winning takes care of everything, quote-unquote Tiger Woods. So the message was delayed, uh, conveyed that, hey, it doesn't matter that I cheated on my wife. I'm really, really good at golf. And people got fired up about that. Yeah, that's not a great look. Yeah. Uh, not a great stand for a company to make. Yeah, and, um, this, and this was Nike as well, and people were not happy. But 
I mean, Tiger Woods is playing and winning again, and people do seem to forget about how bad it'd of a funny person... They, it'd be funny when they re-release that one. Yeah, so maybe, maybe Nike was on to something there, because um, I think people do forget about how crappy of a person uh, Tiger Woods actually is now that he's winning. I'm not saying he's crappy now, but he was. Uh, that's the funniest part about like pro sports in general. I guarantee if Colin Kaepernick got signed to a team, let's say he got signed as Aaron Rodgers' backup last year when he goes down. And he goes in and plays really, really, really well and brings the Packers to the playoff Super Bowl, whatever. And he's still kneeling for the anthem, but he's still a great quarterback. I don't think anyone cares. No, no, agreed. If Tom Brady starts kneeling for the anthem, do people get pissed? No. I think there's an uproar, but are they going to be... They're not going to cut him from the team. People forget that Colin Kaepernick was pretty much an average to below average quarterback when he started kneeling. So, I don't know. The sad part about sports is I don't think really anything matters if you're winning. Yeah, what? you see it all the time in college sports. Yeah, there's programs that are historic and huge. Yeah, Ohio State, Michigan State. Yeah, um, we even talk about Urban Meyer. Other ones that have had controversies, Penn State. Yeah, um, places where if you're winning games, it's they'll go to lengths to um, kind of diminish. Like the people defending the Urban Meyer. Court. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you haven't followed the college football news, Urban Meyer was suspended for three games. Because he basically covered up the fact one of his assistant coaches was involved in domestic abuse, like a really serious thing. Yeah, he failed to take any action against the and report upwards the uh, suspicion or the hearings that he had of the domestic abuse that happened a few years ago. Yeah, but people are defending the crap out of him. Why are they defending? Well, he's a really good football coach. Exactly, so, yeah. it's the winning. Yeah, it's the so. winning. If he was a bad football coach, I guarantee everyone would be against him. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, but that's all we got on. Controversial ad campaigns. We got Kendall Jenner, we had Tiger Woods, and we got Colin Kaepernick. Brennan, anything to add? No, that's what I got. There have been some other really bad campaigns, oh, but uh, those are some of the most notable controversial ones. We just want the ones that fire people up, because there's exactly. nothing better uh, than going to Colin Kaepernick's Twitter right now and seeing the replies to oh, every tweet oh, he has. It's uh, it's wild in there. It's all it's wild, but it's also sad to a point. Oh, yeah. Uh, we should just have a segment where we read... Twitter replies to Colin Kaepernick's tweets, Donald Trump's tweets. It's all horrible. Yeah, it's just... It's a mess. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's a weird place. We're going to take a short break here on Fridays at Work, and we will be right back... With Nate Banky. With Nate Banky from the Czech Republic. We're going to talk about something happy. Falling into fall. Falling into fall. Welcome back here to Fridays at Work, and we've reached our final segment, and that means we are now becoming an international podcast because Nathaniel Benke is joining us from the Czech Republic. Brennan and I are here as well. Nate, how many weeks have you been over there now? A few? Three? Four? Uh, it's been, I think, two and a half weeks. Two and a half? Uh, do you miss America? Uh, not too much right now. I do miss friends and family. Yeah, well, do you miss hot dogs? Do you miss American pie? Do you Or apple pie? Do you miss uh, rap music? Do they have rap music in the Czech Republic? Um, they do have rap music, but uh, I, I've heard a lot of ABBA recently, so... Yeah, and uh, the first two podcast uh, segments Brennan and I recorded Wednesday night... And we covered uh, controversial ad campaigns. Brennan and I did our football pick 'em. Hopefully, we are right. 
uh, so you can win money. And now we're going to talk about fall because this is our first ever September podcast episode. And my first question, Nate, does Europe still have the season of fall or do they just go straight to winter? Um, their winter is a lot like the end of our fall. So it's cold rain. That sucks. So you don't get to snowboard? Well, I don't think you were doing much snowboarding to begin with, but... Hey, if you go to the mountains, yeah, you can snowboard. Yeah. Okay, great. So we are talking about here why fall is the best season. Can we all three agree that fall might be the best season or is the best season? Fall is undoubtedly my favorite season. Yes, I would say yes. Okay, great. Well, I got a bunch of reasons why fall is the best. I would love to hear if you guys would agree with these or disagree. Now, the number one on this list, I'm just going to start with number one because it kind of pisses me off. It's crunchy leaves. To be honest, are you guys into? No, I don't really. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't really like crunchy leaves. I like leaves that change colors and the trees being pretty. But once they're on the ground, they actually don't do much for me. I don't like jumping in piles of them. Um, I don't like crunching them. I don't like the way they like break apart and turn into little just fragments of leaves that get everywhere. I'm not actually a big fan of crunchy leaves. No. Nate, do they have crunchy leaves? Yes. Yes, they do have crunchy leaves. And I follow you 100%. I love walking around during the fall and just hearing myself walk. Actually? Um, Also, if you're walking down like an empty street, makes you feel like you're not alone. Do you feel lonely often? It sounds like you've got some uh, (laughs) deep-seated insecurities if you're looking for leaves for comfort. (laughs) companionship that's but to each his own to each his own nate i don't know what europe's what it's like over there i thought there was people there maybe not yeah no it's just (laughs) it's just all crunchy leaves uh number two hot drinks galore bring on hot chocolate and pumpkin spice lattes uh nate i know you're a big pumpkin spice latte guy but uh, i still like my iced coffee in the fall when it starts to go below when it goes to winter that's when i switch over to hot drinks but you guys big hot drinks guys um, I'm a fan of both the food and the drinks in the fall. Uh, I think things get a little bit more comfortier. Um, you're eating like mashed potatoes by the bucket load and um, drinking hot chocolate straight out of the pot. Um, so yeah, I am a fan of that. Uh, I like you, or I'm like you, Drew. I don't jump right into the hot drinks right away because I don't want to be sweating from a hot coffee or hot yeah. chocolate in September. Oh, yeah. But come October, November, oh yeah, cup of hot apple cider or hot chocolate or hot coffee. Oh yeah, that gets me going. Um, yeah, I do like hot drinks, although my favorite drink of the uh, fall season, and it's the one thing I'm going to miss the most other than my family and friends during this fall, is uh, the pumpkin spice shake from Culver's. It literally tastes like pumpkin pie. It's the best thing in the world. Huh, pumpkin spice shake from Culver's. That's pretty specific. I always think about people that drink those like specialty overpriced drinks from places like McDonald's and Culver's that are like seasonal. I was like, what kind of person is really into those? And Nate, I think you fit the description there. How many of those you drink a week when you live? Oh, uh, like two. I'm nice. not surprised. There's a Culver's on every corner in Wisconsin. <laughs> the only good thing about Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, Culver's and cheese curds are pretty good too. Uh, cozy jumpers and thick socks. I am a thousand on board, a thousand percent on board with this. Sweatpants, sweatshirt, get me some thick socks, call me a happy man, slap and tickle me. That's where I like to live. 
Oh yeah. I don't know about you oh, guys. Yeah. Cozy jumps. The yeah. wardrobes get exponentially cozier and more comfortable. So yep. yeah, sitting around in like a sweatshirt and sweatpants is nothing beats that. Um, and frankly, just the fact that you're um, it's cool enough to wear those clothes is nice because I'm a man of simple pleasures. I don't like to sweat when I'm just walking around, living my True. everyday life. Yeah. Um, and sometimes in Crunching Minnesota leaves. summer, uh, gets a little warm. So I look forward to the turn of the weather when it's a 50, 60 degrees where I can wear a sweatshirt, still be comfortable, still be outside, um, but not have to be fear of just breaking out into a sweat. Yeah. I also just look better in like sweaters than I do in a t-shirt. Like if you, if you ever yeah, see but... my arms, like, I, I don't know, it, it, they just reflect too much sunlight. They need to be covered. Yeah. The more, the more covering you can get, Nate, probably helps you yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought you were going to say, I just look better in thick socks. <laughs> and I was going to say, I don't know how much thick socks can really up your attractiveness. I don't unless maybe you have like a foot fetish or something and you really, really paying attention to the socks. But, uh, for the most part, I don't know how much the thick socks are going to do for you. Um, next one here, uh, crackling fires. I don't know if that's like, that's up there with like cracking leaves. I actually don't like crackling fires because usually when the fire is crackling, that means the wood's burning and someone's going to go have to put more wood on the fire. So that's usually like an alarm for me of, oh, yeah, why don't you go tell someone to go put wood on the fire? I'm not going to do that, obviously. I don't do that, but not a big crackling fire guy. Yeah, I am a big fan of I'm a fan of bonfires, though. Um, sitting around a fire in the fall is great. In general. Um, doesn't matter if it's crackling. I have no opinion on the crackle. I do recall the the only bonfire that I hosted at my house in high school. Uh, Brennan did lose a pair of shoes to the fire, and he blamed me for a long time for that. But uh, I do remember that melted the bottom of my yeah, shoes. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have put your feet that close. Live and learn, I guess. Um, so here's... Uh, Let's go on the other spectrum of things before we wrap things up here. The worst things of fall and the number one list, and there's actually a subreddit dedicated to this, if you guys are wondering. The number one thing on the list is cold, dark, and lazy. Shortened days and colder, colder weather are the markers of autumn. While these are their own reasons to despise fall, they're also major excuses for spending all of your time indoors, eating comfort food, and perfecting your chill time. That doesn't sound bad at all to me. Yeah, that's. Like I, I don't know why it's on the bad list. It's on number. That's why it's great because I don't have to go outside. Yeah, I have a great excuse to stay indoors when it's cold. I don't like to go outside anyways. Yeah, yeah, and you're eating. You can eat more food because you can cover it up with sweaters and thick socks, gain a little weight. That sounds nice. Yeah, that's not a that's not a con. Yeah, we don't need to see each other anymore anyway. We can just text, FaceTime, Google Hangout. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't think that's the worst part of fall. Nate, do you have any, like, I guess, beef with fall as a holiday? As a holiday? As a season? Or as a season? Um, no. I guess the only beef I have is that it's about halfway into fall, it's inevitable that the bears suck. So that... Yeah, we did cover the bears still sucking in the yeah, NFL segment, even though they have... Yeah, yeah, so it, it, it's a lot of that, but uh, yeah, that, that's about it. For me, otherwise, I'd love fall. Yeah, 
My only yeah, I, my only downside of fall is the inevitableness of winter coming. Oh, otherwise yeah. I love fall. Yeah. If we could skip right, if fall could last till middle of January and then we just transition right into spring and just skip the below freezing parts and snow, I'd love that. This last year we kind of transitioned from winter to summer. We didn't even get a spring in the in the end of April. It snowed like twenty inches, so I would hate that again. Did not like the the skipping of spring. Because then it just got super humid, like in May, which sucks. Um, hate that, actually, a lot. But anyway, that's all I got on fall. You guys got anything to add? Um, no. I like fall. Looking forward to football. Looking forward to wearing sweatshirts. Looking forward to being able to walk around outside in a comfortable temperature. And yes, I am I looking agree. forward to uh, September and October baseball. It's the best time of, of year for Very sports for me. Yeah, I, I, you got playoff baseball, you got football ramping up, college football ramping up. It is a good time. I, I, I would agree with that. But that is all we have today on Fridays at Work. We hope you guys enjoy your Friday, enjoy your weekend, enjoy the fact that football is back. And we will be back hopefully next week, same time, same place. And Nate, you'll be joining us for the full show next oh, week, yeah. right? I'll be there the whole time. Even if so, I have to wake up at 2 in the morning. We. That's, that's some dedication. And we got a lot to talk about on the politics front next week. A lot has happened specifically today. We thought about talking about it, but I feel like there's going to be a bit more to shake out. So I think we made the right call to save oh, yeah. it for next week. Yeah. So we will see you guys all next week. Remember to like us on Facebook, Fridays at Work, Twitter, at Fridays at Work. But I'm Drew Moldenauer, alongside me, Nathaniel Benke, Brennan Trimble. Have a great weekend, and we will see you all next week.